one time I was talking to Rogan about, we were like, we were working out together in a hotel. And he was like, you know, when I work out, I think about that someone's trying to kill me. And that's how I, that's what I push up against. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I just, I imagine that someone's trying to kill me. And that's as I push through the thing. I was Do like, you realize okay. I, how little we have in common? 100%. <laughs> Ah, oh, what a week! What what a week! <laughs> Haven't seen you in a minute. How you doing, buddy? Oh, it's so good to be here. I feel like I've lost weight, but it doesn't show. Yeah. <laughs> How are those workouts going? Uh, horrible, horrible. You look. You were walking really. You were limping. In the I'm not way. walking very well at all. Soreness. So I'm doing two days. I'm doing two a days. I'm doing five and a half miles every day. By the way, two thousand miles is unattainable. It really is unattainable. I need. Is there a bet you have going or something? It's or no? with me. Okay. It's just with myself. I you know I tried to tell that to my daughters. I was like, Are you going to call an audible on your total you're going for? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking I'm going to push forward. Michelle Wolf already told me you need to cut yours to fifteen hundred. You're not going to do two thousand. She's like already said like there's no way you're getting to two thousand. Does that make you want to do it? Or oh, do you hardcore. It? I'm not going to have a woman tell me physically especially a redheaded woman are you out of your fucking mind michelle this is Wolf? A, no this is a good... <laughs> no it's a good angle she do, can i tell you I, I had to i it's weird when you find out other comics are like good at other things or it's weird when you <laughs> like when I, I i learned that too they're like you know michelle wolf runs and i was like oh yeah a lot of people are like no 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 she really uh, runs yeah like Oh, no one wants a fat chick in the. Like, <laughs> I get it. No, I sure. Nikki, everyone yeah, runs. Yeah. Hey, Amy Schumer runs. But Michelle Wolf's on like uh, marathon. Michelle Wolf's right? fucking. Was she, she cross did, country runner? She did rim to rim. Type in rim to rim. Sounds a lot dirtier than it is. She did rim to rim. No, no one was thinking. She did that. rim to rim. Hold on. Let's just call Michelle Wolf and have her us tell oh, okay. her what, what rim to rim is. So Michelle Wolf and I, I texted her when I ran a thousand miles. I said, "How many miles did you run this year?" She goes, "That's an interesting question." Writes back, 1,500, dot, dot, dot. And then the next day, just ups it by another 10 miles. And I'm like, whoa. She's like, hey, 1,000 miles, legit accomplishment. And I was like, yeah, it was. And then, but I looked at my numbers through the year, and I was like, there were months where I had like seven miles. Like months where yeah, I didn't was really partying balls. Yeah. I was like, I bet if I really focused, I could get to 2,000 miles. And then she just writes back, what's the challenge this year? And I was like, bitch, you know my fucking voice. You know how I think so What's your well. hashtag? Wolf to... Wolf machine. Wolf machine. Everyone stopped. It got flagged because these fucking assholes started just putting Bert fucks wolves all over it. So if I could catch a wolf, I'd fuck it. Um, okay, Michelle Wolf. Let's fucking... Someone doesn't have an iPhone. Okay, do we FaceTime her? Go for it, man. FaceTime's like a legit handout. Like that's... when you FaceTime someone, that's like, yo, I'm here. Yeah, that's like kicking someone's window open, man. <laughs> like FaceTime, FaceTime is... Then they know, hey, we're we're being serious about this. Oh, yeah. This is a real friendship now. Yeah. I wonder if she's, she's going to answer it because I'm too close. It's a pretty aggressive move. Especially someone who... Like, I probably met Michelle once. I text with her. So it's a a FaceTime's like a it's a lot. Especially there's <laughs> a lot a of lot. things you could be doing that you're like, hey, whoa. hey, man, I, yeah, you should text me first before you do this. Unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like, I don't want to fucking FaceTime this guy. <laughs> Can he just text like everybody else? Just text him. Are you doing all right? <laughs> On a podcast with Tom. 
talking about our mileage. FaceTime me if you can. She's probably with Dave Chappelle in his compound. Yeah. She's in, she's in Austin. She's in Austin? Oh, I'm sure she is. She's got the fuck. Dude, you want to talk about, like, you want to talk about best quarantines ever? Yeah. Michelle Wolf spent the entire quarantine in Yellow Springs with Dave Chappelle. She's doing shows Getting all the time. tested nonstop, running outdoors. And and doing shows. Spots. And doing shows non-fucking-stop. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. She'll, be, she'll have one of the best specials. You know that already, As if I'm a Netflix exec, I'm like, well, let's buy that special right now. Yeah. Let's but buy her, Mo Ammer, uh, Donnell. They're the only ones doing stand-up. And so, uh, all right, so Michelle, I got Michelle. I texted her, said, doing a FaceTime with Tom, talking about her mileage. Now, so I'm doing two days. In order so to get you to, run your five? I ran f- uh, ran five this morning. I didn't run five. I didn't run my five and a half. So what I do is the way my brain works is if I don't run the five and a half, I'm forced to get on the treadmill at the end of the day, very, very end of the day. Yeah. And then if I get on the treadmill at the end of the day, I'll put in two and a half. I'll just get, I, I'll just do two and a half. Yeah. So then I'll get above my mileage. So I always fall short, four miles, three miles, and then whatever. Now I'm doing two days. So I started working with a trainer. A legit trainer. And the How'd first... you get the trainer? How'd you find, how'd you pick a trainer? Movies. What do you mean? Uh, movie production. The production picture? Movie production. Let's just leave it bland. Movie production. Like she's, she's a movie. She is the person a production hires to get someone to lose weight. Okay. I can't tell you all the business. She's right, done. right. Okay. But, but so, so she's referred to you. Yes. Okay. And she's friends with Tate Fletcher. Really good friends with Tate Fletcher. She's one of the... Uh, by Wait, way, is I, she the one that came over? What? Is she the one that was with Tate when they came... When I was yeah. At, Wait, were you there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you met her. Yeah. yeah. You met her. You met she her. She was in the passenger seat. Yep, yep, yep. Great. So, first day. I mean, like, I'm sitting there going, like, I run five and a half miles a day. I'm in pretty good shape. I am hungover the first time. She had me just do this. Like, just go, like, raise my arms. 13 mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And also, oh, like, I do that in like, uh, physical therapy. Fucking my back's on fire. And I'm like, yeah. she's like, now out to the side. I'm like, Gah! and then she has me do shit where I just go, that's just stupid. No one does. Like, why would I do that? Like, just like doing a, standing in like a plank and then grabbing a weight and pulling it to one side, then switching it mm-hmm. and doing that like fucking 70 times. I, I did, I did lunges for Five minutes straight. And that's and the, why you're walking funny. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, my body is fucked. Yeah. Fucked. So then I do the, I do runs in the morning, trainer in the afternoon, then runs at night. How many days a week? I do trainer four days a week. Wow. And I run every day. That's I have to run. I have to run five and a half miles every day, every day of the week to make fucking. When you, if, if you go do your thing or whatever, like you're not gonna be able to keep that pace up. I don't know. I don't know. So here's travel my, or something. Here's my goal. Here's my goal. What my goal is, I can if I can drop a little bit of weight, like just a little bit. How much is a little bit? I'm fucking right now. Ten pounds would be astronomical. Mm-hmm. And then I can, and then my body will feel better running, and running will be a lot easier. Like I noticed yeah. that running from the even just the beginning of the year when I finished a thousand miles to where I am today, I can run so much better. Speaking of which, you are moving better. Yeah, yeah. Like you're moving. Like I know. how fucking crazy is that? How how long is this ago? Was this injury now? December first. December first. So we're looking at nine weeks, nine ten weeks. Nine weeks. Yeah. yeah. You thought? Did you ever think it was ne- you're never going to get to the place where you can like walk where you are? No, it's it's very like there, there's a lot of different thoughts. Like at first, you know, even after surgery, they go they point to the arm and they're like, fine, gonna be fine. 
the nerves in your arm and your hand will come back. It'll, it'll take a long time. And I'm like, okay. And then they go, the real thing's going to be that knee. And I'm like, what? Like, I wasn't even thinking, like, what do you mean? Like, you, you fixed it. And they're like, you're going to have to learn to walk again. You have muscle atrophy in your quad. Yeah, but the muscle atrophy is almost gone, right? No. No, really? the, it stopped atrophying because I'm using it again. Yeah, yeah, okay. But to build it back Could up. Could you see it when you... You can see it right now. For real? I'll show you after. Really? You can see that the right leg is full. Dude. And, like, you can see, atrophy like, the quad. both your thighs and get a big dick. <laughs> it's, it's freaky to look at. I bet paraplegic dudes have the biggest hogs i don't know about that type in paraplegic dick it's got to mm. be a porn there's got to be a porn paraplegic i don't know about that i can call a paraplegic paris just two right yeah i can see. call paraplegic okay what's that second one there that's oh that's a a paraplegic girl who got waxed Okay, it's a 17 second clip. Um, that, yeah. Wait, go to Paraplegic Girl and Waxed. That can't be something I want to see. I That's not, your girl's not paraplegic. I don't, She's just not moving. Oh. That, wait, is that really a, I mean, she's not fighting back. She doesn't feel anything. No. You feel she's your a, vagina, right? No. Not if you're a real. True paraplegic. Wait, can you not feel your dick if you're paraplegic? I, don't, I mean, if you're a true paraplegic, right? Like, you don't have feeling below your waist. I don't see what you Do we feel. call an expert? Who do we know? That's I know a guy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and we ask him if he feels his dick? Yeah, is that bad? I don't know. How, how well do you know the guy? Pretty good. Okay. Give him a call. Ask him how his dick's doing. Is this a bad phone call to make to someone? Just say, well, just phrase it. Hey, don't be like, hey, man, we're doing this thing. How do you feel? Just be like, hey, we have questions about um, sex with, you know, can we ask you? Uh, but that's maybe that's, should I not say his name then? Or like, well, like how, does how do this... you know the guy? I know him. Okay. I partied with him. I got him so drunk he fell out of his wheelchair one time. Okay, I thought you were like, and I got him paralyzed. No, Because no, then I no, say, no, definitely no. don't call him. No, and he, um, like, he comes to all my shows. I know him. I think you can call him. Yeah? Yeah. Get ready to take it out. <laughs> Zupan, what's up? How are you? Good. Hey, you're on a podcast with me and Tom. Sweet. Hey, um, we were talking. We have some uh, paraplegic questions. We had some talk questions we wanted to ask you. Is it cool if okay. we ask? If we, is it cool if we ask them? Ask whatever you want. Oh, that's what I love. Okay, so Tom has has atrophy in his left leg. Yep. And he's been noticing that his dick looks bigger. Is that like a? Does your dick look bigger when you when you're when you're paraplegic? Why? Because your leg's smaller, so it makes your dick just that much bigger. Yeah. I think, yeah, you know, mine's small anyway, so I don't fuck. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, so it's same, same, bro. Small, <laughs> same, same. Being small don't change anything. Tom said, same, same. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking funny, isn't it? Hey, wait. So, so then, um, so then, do you, does your dick get hard? Can you have sex? Yeah, my wife's pregnant as we speak. Hey, congratulations! Oh, fuck yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Wait, congratulations. Cool. Mark Zupan. Thank you. Mark, let me ask you, know, you, you, know, you know Mark? Did you ever see the documentary Murder Ball? Yeah. That's him. Oh. Here, hang on. Tom wants to talk to you. Hey. How you doing, bud? I'm good. Yourself? Doing good. well. Thank you. I have a question, though, because we were, we were talking. This is all prompted by Bert's uh, perversions. But, um, so of course. I saw a clip of a woman who was uh, paralyzed, and she, in this interview, it was, it was like a very... Uh, I think it's on TikTok, and she she has a whole she has a whole feed about it. She was in an accident, you know, a few years ago, and in this in this video, she said, you know, I get asked this. She goes, No, I don't feel um, penetration or intercourse because I have no right. feeling. And so it led to the question about, well, you know, maybe that's the the level of paralysis she has, as opposed to, you know, what I mean, like that some people can feel and some can't. Does that make sense or no? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. You know, like my, so I broke my neck and I can feel everything. So it's good and bad. You know, I have my legs fucking suck because they don't really work so well, but mm -hmm. they, you feel everything. So gotcha. You feel all the pain. Oh, okay. But yeah. No, depending upon where, where the person breaks their neck and how bad they do or back, mm -hmm. if it's severed, if it's severed, then you're usually going to get, um, not, you're not going to have the feeling or the, the mobility from it. Right. Right. So, so if you um so they're like there's paralyzed males who don't feel below the weight like don't feel anything sexual like sexual organs yes, right okay of course so it's yeah. just it's basically you do feel these things because of the type of injury allows you to still feel it yeah that's exactly it okay Fuck yeah. right. it's, it's on how much damage you do to your spinal cord essentially got you okay thanks for answering that man dude anytime hey uh Fuck yeah, thank you very much. I, I fucking love you. All right, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll give you a call later, okay? Yeah, we'll be thinking okay. about your dick with more questions yeah, later. We'll, yeah, if we have any more questions, we'll call you. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Bye. That's a great fucking doc. Murder ball? Murder balls. Fucking pull up Zupan. Um, which reminds me, I just saw two things that are phenomenal. Yep. There he is. Go scroll down. Hey, by the way. Yeah, Mark Zupan is uh, having that queued up with no to die. I mean, that's proof right there why we got rid of him. Fucking amazing. Good job. God damn. Yeah, we didn't have to ask you. Zupan lives. Uh, I see him every time I'm in Texas. I'm not going to tell you where he lives, but I see him every time in Texas. And I had written a joke about him. Oh, Houston. No, oh, so no actually trying, not. I was trying to walk you into. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wrote a joke about him, and I didn't uh, like. I, I it was on accident. I didn't yeah. know I'd ever meet him. And then he was at one of my shows, and I was like, dude, I wrote a joke about you a long time ago. You remember the joke. Do I? Yeah, I'm certain you do. Um, I watched the, the, the trailer for Murder Ball in a theater. It was they, Someone played the trailer, and, or with, with a lot of people. I don't know where I remember where it was. And sometimes I mishear things, and it makes me laugh. And Mark, Mark Zupan got paralyzed because he fell asleep in the back of a truck. He got drunk, fell asleep in the back of the truck, flew out of the truck. That's how he got paralyzed. That's not a funny story. When you hear that, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I misheard it, and I thought he said I was paralyzed from the waist up. And I couldn't stop laughing at the idea of a guy just could walk around but couldn't use the top of him. And I couldn't stop laughing. And the fact that I was laughing at that inappropriate time yeah. made me laugh even harder. And Leanne's like, fucking stop. It's not nothing about this is funny. Yeah. And I couldn't stop laughing, and everyone thought I was an asshole. I mean, I told it to him on stage. We were wasted. 
and uh, he laughed so hard he fell out of his chair. He did. Yeah, he's the fucking best man. Yeah, that. Mark Zupan, if you've never seen Murderball, Murderball's a great fucking documentary. great doc man. Great um, fucking documentary. It really is really really good. So um, so then what what did we start? To, oh, about what? Instead of just losing, I guess you'd have to lose weight. Just stop using your legs so your dick looks bigger. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, and about my my getting around. I also do I do PT three days a week. I do OT twice a week did and you, I, did I work you, out five days a week let's talk let's talk about this yeah hold on put a pin on where, where we were okay let's go back for a second were there moments in this injury where you thought i may not know life like i did before i think brief moments like there's there's a whole thing i mean you go through so many emotions and the mental like toll it takes on you at certain times you know like Sometimes it's in the hospital. Sometimes it's in recovery. There's times now where like, I'll forget for a second that I'm, you know, still healing, and I'll just want to do something quickly. I did it the other day, and I just I jammed my my leg down too hard, and I was like, oh, because like, you basically are feeling scar tissue ripping inside your knee, and I was like, like my eyes water, and I was like, oh, and then that day I just basically had to ice my like I couldn't really use it anymore. I just fucked it up for the day, but I mean, there's. Do you realize how bad I would have been if that had been me? Like, I don't have that. I don't think I have that, like, go get him attitude where I would have fucking wallowed hmm. in misery. Certain I would have had a very hard time getting off pills. Yeah, the pills thing, you got to get off of it, like, pretty quickly. I mean, as soon as, you know, what did it for me, that wasn't even the pills. It was It was the constipation that they cause. Cause I was, by the time I took my third shit with like where I had to have help and I was like so miserable with it that next day when they were like, here's your oxy. I was like, I don't want it. And they're like, Oh, are you not in pain? I was like, I don't care. I don't want to do the, the constipation again. Oh, for real? Cause I wasn't shitting like three and four days at a time. Oh, I never cared about that. I, I, I just found the video. I got so upset about it. One of my favorite things on the new iPhone is. When you go to this and it goes one year ago today, yeah, yeah, and you find pictures that like a year ago today, I must have been watching a sunset somewhere, right? yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck, where was that? You try to remember it. Well, one of the pictures I found, it was a video that I, I don't know how it got on my phone and I don't know where I did it, but I did it in North Carolina and it was right after I, the day I fell off the waterfall, yeah, it was that night and I was loaded up, I had been drinking and I was on oxys and. All of the pills, like the fucking Dilaudid. Yeah, I was taking I was taking four milligrams of Valium. That's Type in what a prescription of Valium should be. I was taking four milligrams of Valium, and I just wasn't thinking, and I was drinking, and I was in so That's much a, pain. Such a great combo, though. And I did a I did a video of me in a Confederate hat, like a Confederate Civil War hat. I'm because we had done a. Uh, we had done a Civil War reenactment that mm-hmm, day, mm-hmm. and I tried to get through it, and I had a Civil War Confederate hat on, and I'm doing a video talking about the injury, and I was looking at myself going, I can't remember being that day. I can't, like, yeah. it's amazing when you're not hurt, you can't remember being hurt, or when you're not heartbroken, you can't remember being heartbroken. That's one that's good, right? What? When, you, when you're heartbroken, you heartbroken, it's so miserable, and... You know, we, I was talking about how when you're, there is a point where somebody goes, they bring up the girl, they say, Sarah, and you go, oh, I remember that she broke my heart. 
but then you go like does it you still feel that way and you're like thank god no and like, you tell just, other people you gone. tell other people one day you'll miss the heartbreak yeah 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 that's true that's true yeah but i mean heartbreak feels it's so it's it feels like your soul's being ripped out of you right like oh it's the most devastating feeling it's, it's the same did feeling. we find what a uh, volume dosage is what it's supposed to be Usual dosage. Can you scroll in on that? Two to four milligrams. Okay. So four milligrams sounds right. It's just two to oh. ten milligrams. Two to four times daily. Okay. Two milligrams to ten milligrams, two to four times daily. I just took it, I was that's four that's times management of disorders. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um symptomatic relief. Acute alcohol withdrawal? Wait, there what's that one? Ten milligrams. Ten three milligrams. Three or four times during the first twenty four hours, reducing it five milligrams. As need. Okay. Wow, that's so funny. Uh, it's the same. It's the same. I. It's the same as working out. Since we're talking about working out a little bit, it's the same as working out because. So the day you work out, you're like you're let you get done the hard workout. Your legs tremble and your arms are trembling, and you like go to get in your car and you kind of collapse into it. Yeah. And then the next morning you wake up, you go to take a piss, and you can't sit on the toilet. Because your legs hurt. Yeah. And then there's a moment where you're like, I'm like fucking not moving at all. So is your, is your training right now? Are you, is the, like, usually with a trainer, there's like a goal. Are you like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get so that I'm not completely obese. I, I, what, what I was trying to get at one point was fucking jacked. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I think I thought it for the, for whatever things. Weirdly, you you do have a frame that I think if you do if you do the exercise and the diet intensely to a T, I think you could actually pop. Seriously. I'm I'm I'm, I'm But you gotta do the diet. You I, have to I'm do so the right diet. now I'm doing trifecta diets. I just do their meal plan. Mm -hmm. I do three trifectas a day. God, you'll be insufferable. It'll oh, be so, so exhausting jacked. to be around. Dude, I already <laughs> I already see a difference like right here. Uh -huh. Just from doing like it's interesting how Couple months of this man coachable I am too because yeah. I get so we're the other day we're doing this this round. It's it's but it sounds so pussy for and I understand that. But it's ten push ups, uh ten push ups, ten squats, ten like reach ups, right? And then ten dips. And so, and it's rounds of like three rounds. So it's, it's like quick. My brain is such, I'm such a meathead. Whatever my, my wiring is, is so bro that I go, my brain goes, well, as soon as I get to five, I hear my brain going, come on, bitch, you're halfway. And I'm like, I'm like, who the, where have you been for a while? Yeah. And it's, it's such a fucking meathead. And then I can't help it. You I push what? myself to throw up. Almost yeah. every time, you know, I mean, everybody has a, di like has different things, right? Where they get, you know, I'll think of like coaches and that I've had in the past and like different sports I've played in. And sometimes I'll, I'll try to get myself upset when I'm working out and I'll think of a time where I was slighted and I got really upset or somebody disrespected me. Oh, or, that's what I'm doing today. And I, and like, it'll, sometimes it'll fire me up. I'm doing that today. But you know, you always have your own references. One time I was talking to Rogan about, we were like, we were working out together in a hotel, in a hotel gym. And, um, you know, we're, we're going through whatever, we're doing different stations. And then, you know, it was, it was towards the end of the workout. And I made some comment 
about how he was uh, working out or something or how he was pushing himself. And he was like, you know, when I work out, I always, and he, he was like looking at me, you know, like we're all sweaty and stuff. He goes, I, when I work out, I think about that someone's trying to kill me. And that's how I, that's what I push up against. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I just, I imagine that someone's trying to kill me. And that's as I push through the thing. I was Do like, you realize okay. how little we have in common? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes, when you see him, you're like, oh, that makes sense. He works out like someone's trying to kill him. You know, I, I, I don't like, I don't, whatever. I don't like uh, idolizing certain yeah. statements or things. I don't, and I don't want to put Joe's shit out there like this. Yeah. But when uh, I'll just say very blandly, when Chappelle got um, COVID, yeah, I texted Joe. I think you may, you might have been on that text chain. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what he said, but what he said was such a mind frame on life. Yeah. That I have used that that exact mind frame. Yeah. I have said I want to be like that. Like I when. When I said, hey, man, are you okay? I'm just checking to see. I know Chappelle got COVID. And mm -hmm. His response was so, so, of course. That's it was what so him. Yeah, it was yeah. so Joe. Well, that's the difference is that, you know, he's be like, we know the guy that has become like this huge influencer in. In in, in so many fields. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. We're talking in, in psychedelics, in 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 extraterrestrials in politics and online social justice entertainment, online yeah, entertainment yeah. and in fitness yeah. and in supplements i mean i'm taking what he takes every day yeah i feel sick to my stomach yeah like he his vitamin regimen is nauseating and bro i tell you he was like that 10 years ago my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get wow how have i been living like this it's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top 
shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. When I was doing the road with him, like 10, 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago. I mean, same guy. He would have, he would travel like this bag was huge and open it and just fucking vitamins pour out of it. Like he, and you know, always on top of his diet, his exercise. Like he's, he's never wavered from that. I, I have such a different mindset. I literally got on the treadmill this morning and I said, um, said this is what my brain said. I not, I hope someone's not trying to kill me. I'm going to, I'm going to just pretend I'm running away from a murder. I thought, hope I T-bowed something good. I hope I got something good on the DVR to jog to. Uh-huh. Thank God Adam Richmond's got a new fucking show. Yeah. So I fucking watch that motherfucker. And then I was like, I was like, I'm doing two workouts a day. Maybe I'll order uh, Domino's and Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get jacked, dude. And then I was like, if I know that I get a treat at the end of the day, I get Domino's and Pizza Hut, and I get to taste test them with my daughters, I'm going to get two pizzas, okay? Yeah. First of all, okay, hold on a second. We're going to get the deep dish Domino, because that's the or Pizza Hut. We're going to get the thin crust Pizza Hut. Then we're going to get the Brooklyn pie from Domino's, and then we're going to get regular pie from Domino's. And we're all going to taste. And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with my brain? Yeah. Like, that's where my brain is. I, I think of Joe's text to me that day, I, that morning. I was, you know me with the exposure of COVID. I yeah. get very fucked up. Yeah. And I can sometimes, I wake up and I go, do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? I and mean, that, that anxiety just alone has been somewhat debilitating. I just got chills right now and I was like, either I'm getting COVID or that was a cool moment, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I want Joe's, I want, jo- I would love for Joe's voice to be in my head instead of mine. Sometimes. He's got a huge podcast. You can listen to him all the time. I have, I got to be honest with you. I'm having a hard time with the whole Spotify thing. Really? Yeah. What I, about I, it? I like, you know, I'm obsessed with Joe's, but I, I couldn't get it. I opened Spotify yeah. and I clicked it and it just brought me to podcasts and then I clicked Joe's and then it took me to like Joe introducing his podcast mm-hmm. and then I just gave up. I was like, fuck. And yeah. I was like, and then I said to Leanne, I was like, hey, can I see Isla's phone? And then, cause Isla's got Spotify premium mm-hmm. and I could pull it up and I was like, can you get me on the family plan? It was so fucking angry. Yeah, that I, I got to just sit and focus and get it because he he did podcast with he's doing great podcasts. He is, he is, yeah. and I'm and I'm sitting there going like, it's just I'm a, I'm a creature of habit, so I get. I'll tell you what podcast I'm obsessed with right now. What obsessed with? What revolutions? Oh, by Mike Duncan. Have you heard this? No, the apology one though. The apology podcast that is the fucking shit. What's the apology? Hold on. Oh, it's so good. Hold on. Write down Mike Duncan, uh, Revolutions, because this has a lot to do with you. Okay. Now start me on the apology. Can you pull up an image of the Apology Line podcast? Oh, please say it's Americans Apologizing. There it is. That one. That one. The Apology Line. So this profiles in the 1980s. It started in 1980 in New York. They put up flyers in the city where you could call and leave an apology to anybody. And they would say, don't give out any personal information. We're going to play it publicly. And then they would play people apologizing for anything. Like I stole this thing. I was, uh, I, um, and I left that person hanging. I, I didn't call him back a murder. Like I murdered this guy. No. Yes. And it just 
how it kind of unravels. It's really, really captivating. Fantastic. I want to switch, though, because I got distracted. Wait, I got no, distracted. No, what? No, what? no, 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 what? Take, but, but Hang on. Stop. What? What? You don't get to do this. Hold on. Oh, God damn it. Okay. I want to go. Okay. So just keep our notes on the side. Yeah. And yeah. Then then write the, our yeah, notes. Yeah. Yeah. And then hold. Oh, God damn it. Uh, I got to tell you something else first. Okay. Okay. The apology line, download. It's fantastic. Uh, let me hang on. Let me just get it and down. I'm going to forget. Okay. Apology line. The All apology right. I'm downloaded. This is the thing that I didn't want to forget to tell you. The two things that I've seen recently that are subscribed. Tremendous. I mean, really, really good. Okay. One is on Hulu called In and of Itself. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. You I have to watch this. So funny when you said write down In and of Itself. I was like, yeah, I don't know what that means either. In and of itself. I don't it's know basically... what In and of Itself means. Okay. I don't know what it, like me, I, meaning when you say In and of Itself, I don't know what you're saying. Well, it's a. No, 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 no. I meant when someone goes in and of itself in a sentence. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? In and of it's just, what does that mean in and of itself? That we are discussing this one. Use it in a sentence. Use it in a sentence. Pizza Hut in and of itself. Pizza Hut in and of itself. Is better than Domino's. Is sure. that a sentence? And yeah, then what does that mean? That in its purest form, what you're saying is, oh, there you go. Oh, I got to pick my nose. On its own. By its very nature. Why wouldn't you say on its own? I mean, we have a whole vocabulary. Do you ever go to we pick can. your nose and shove a booger higher up your nose? That's happening. And you're like, yeah. oh, great. Now yeah. I'm fucking wait Where's till that one? Up. I just pushed it up. I just went, <laughs> and it's up there. And I'm like, now's when I wish I had an uh, infant finger, okay. like a baby finger to yeah, go up there. Yeah. God. Imagine okay. if Warren picked your nose with those hands. Oh, Imagine if he was a dentist. He and just, fucking just gagged you out. Oh! You know how you were talking about how he touches hard? Yeah. He only touched my affected arm and leg. Only during the game, watch watch that. Uh, watch the, the 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 live we did. Two bears, one stab. He was like, ah, and I was like, and then when God. we were <laughs> we were at that barbecue, he was like, ah, and he would lay on my left knee, and I was like, oh, <laughs> do I tell him it hurts? <laughs> I love that he was mocking me for being in a tornado. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was like, you were in the tornado, I almost died. I was like, a lot of people feel that. <laughs> yeah. No, all right. In and of itself. Let me tell you about this real quick. Pull yeah. up the image uh, on the screen of it. So this guy, Derek, um, you have the image? There we go. This guy. He has no nose. Delgadio. It, I, here's the thing. I don't even want to, I don't want to sell you on it too hard. Or I don't want to get, because it's so spectacular. Is it a podcast? No, this is a one-man show. It's what? on Hulu. Oh, it's it, on Hulu. I it, was like, I'm not going yeah. to fucking no, 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 Hollywood. No. It's a, it's, it's on who it's on Hulu. It's a one man show that is, it's all about, I, I would say the premise is identity and how basically we are complicated layer beings. I'll say this. It's a work of art. The show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a masterpiece. I, I, I would call it a masterpiece. Frank Oz, I think directed it. And you don't want to tell me too much. I don't want to tell you too much. Tell because me something about if you tell me something about Derek Delgado, do I know then know what this is? Here's the thing: I don't even want to like. I don't feel like telling you that it. It's such a special show that giving things away does a disservice to the show. You know, like it does a disservice okay. to the show. Okay. I'll tell you All more right. about the other thing I've been watching because I feel like th that makes more sense in this type of show. It's best to just go watch it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to text it to Leanne. Okay. And what, could I watch it with Leanne? Mm-hmm. 
in and of itself. On Hulu. Uh, what's that mean? And then yeah. on Hulu. And you can also say, you, did you know that in and of itself also means by its oh. very nature? We, I'll, so, tell you, I'll tell you what we, I'll tell you what we watched. So you're not going to like it because it's a little like teen girl stuff. We just watched The Wilds. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that horrible? Having to watch teen girl stuff no, all the time. No, you know what you do? You end up finding a way to connect with your daughters and getting into shit like that. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, cool. But you just can't say certain shit like, oh, I'd fuck that one. And then they'd be like, dad, she's 17. You're like, oh, <laughs> never mind. I mean, the I have wilds. that thing right now. My kids uh, are obviously super young. And like, what I do is I, I just walk by when he's watching a show, my five-year-old. And I go, oh, this is my favorite show. And he goes, it's my favorite show. <laughs> and he gets pissed. <laughs> that's, that's really fun to do. All right. Here's the other thing that I've seen that is fucking unbelievable. Okay, and by the way, I'm not done talking about the revolutions because I have a lot I want to share with you. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Adam Richmond show I want to talk. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to watch 000 okay. on Amazon Prime. Oh, please tell me it's time travel. It's not. Ah. But this is an epic fucking show, man. What is it? Okay. Zero, zero, zero is based on an Italian series. Called Settle, Settle, Settle? I think so. And uh, it's filmed. I mean, this, is, this has to have a $100 million budget. You think there was a guy right at the same time in Spain going, oh, I guess I'm not going to sell my, my new screenplay, Zorro, Zorro, Zorro. <laughs> no. Uh, this is filmed in Calabria, Italy, Monterey, Mexico, New Orleans, Senegal, and Morocco. It's Am like a fucking okay. Mission Impossible. Well, I'm going to hit pause right there. Do I have to read it? Three, two times, yes. Subtitles. Not the whole series. Okay. okay. It's a series. It's a series. Okay. It's a series that follows it one follows, man. It's, it's, who... it's drug trade. It's international oh. drug trade. Okay, writing But it's not zero, zero. familiar. You don't feel like, oh, I'm watching one of these shows again. It's such a unique take. The writing. They use drug trade to drive story, not to be story. So the story really is in the characters, and you get to know each of the groups really well, the Italian group, the Americans, and the Mexicans. And each of them has unique characters and story that's phenomenal. The writing, the acting is, and the action, like the set pieces, the action in this thing is like, it's fucking born identity level pull up shit. The, pull up the actors in 000. Let's see what they look like. Yeah, there's the gorgeous there. young men. I'm in. Okay, let's judge them based on the actors. Andrea Risenborough, hot. Mm-hmm. Dane Dahani, I, I've seen that guy before, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Giuseppe Domenico. I love Giuseppe. Harold Torres. He looks like a young Benicio Del Toro. Oh, Gabriel Byrne? Yes, Fucking he's in love it. Gabriel Byrne. He's in it. Fucking love Gabriel Byrne. Uh, Adriano, I liked his earlier work. Diego Cantana, I liked him on Entourage. Yeah. Princess. Okay, it's okay, such, okay, okay. Such... I'm going to like this because you know what this is? What? You know what I love about something like this? What? And this is how American I am. I don't know any of these people, yeah. but I bet they're also still actors in their countries. Good job. You put that together real well. I bet they're good actors in their countries, yep. and I'll come at it going, who's this guy who's not speaking English but murdering it? So good. It's so it's it's incredible. Zero, it really zero, is zero. impressive, man. It's impressive. Can, can I read the Wikipedia logline? Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Zero 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 Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, you've already Wikipedia. Oh, wrong side. Wrong side. Wrong side. Oh, go to the okay. left. Here. Yeah. Click that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Make that bigger. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Uh. 
It's based on the book of the same name. There's a book? I could read yeah, this? A study of the business around the drug cocaine uh, covering its movement across continents. So basically, like the way that this thing starts, I'll tell you this part. Yeah. I'm not giving, I'm not okay. ruining it for okay, you. good. Italian mafia yeah. in Calabria is buying massive amounts of cocaine from the cartel in Mexico. And so how do you get a massive amount of cocaine from Mexico to Italy? A submarine. A ship. Ship. And so the, the broker is the American, the Americans are the ship brokers. So that's the connective tissue between the Mexicans and the Italians. And basically some chaos ensues in this massive shipment of the cocaine from oh i can't wait i can't wait i love hearing good shit this thing is it's an impressive impressive show man infighting oh my god i mean the drama it's phenomenal it's phenomenal oh this is gonna be okay i'm excited oh yeah there's huge there's also huge se sequences in arabic uh yeah there's some french in there um it's it's really really i mean yeah there's there's a huge there's a whole bunch of shit in italian calabrian spanish english it's all over oh it feels like you're it feels like you're in like a born kind of you know world like jason Bourne shit you know dude uh i'm in i'm in zero 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 and you got and i will if you have daughters if you have teen daughters i've been trying wilds, to find the budget good. of this because i like when you the watch budget. it you're like the budget has to be it has to be a hundred million dollar show uh, dude every episode you're like what the fuck they how much did this cost to shoot which God. I don't know. I so appreciate as a consumer, you know. Oh, oh, oh! I always like said. I've always said. I've always said. You put a hundred thousand dollars into a movie. Yeah. You're getting my money immediately. Hundred thousand. Like, a hundred or million, million, yeah, yeah. million. You put a hundred million into a movie. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. I'm the fucking idiot in the movie theater going. Whoa. Well, I mean, I get it. I get it too. When you when you watch certain movies, you go, I get what was written on paper and the concept, and they don't have a budget, and they try to make it work, and sometimes you're like. They did what they could, and I and I, they still make it work. And sometimes you're like, this just looks like shit. This looks sh shitty and cheap and whatever. Yeah. And this, I mean, I think Jeff Bezos sold a brick to make this one. This is like, it's it's really really good. You can't find the budget. I I, I just tried googling zero zero zero. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Amazon budget, and sometimes they release budgets and they they tell you that you know. Yeah, you can look up certain shows and they'll tell you what the. No wait, you go to oh I get I bet because it's a series the budget gets complicated. Well, I mean. It could be released. They they could if they wanted to, but I I think they're that they're not saying it. I mean, it might be because they're like we're spending two hundred million. I cannot and, wait. Yeah, I yeah. cannot wait to see this show. I cannot. I love I mean, finding good shit. I love. You know what I love? I love when I love when I go. Hey, wait! I never knew about it. Like it's so cool to not know about something, then find it and be like, and yeah. then go like I got a whole bunch of new shit. Yeah. Yeah. What are you yeah. laughing about in there? You fucking. So wait, what's the um, what's Mike Duncan? Oh, 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 okay, okay. This is so so. You know, I was obsessed with like Winston Churchill for a period of time, and then I was obsessed with history, history, history. <laughs> yes. So like, I'm so I got yes. totally into World War. Is that what he looks like? Interesting. I got really obsessed with World War One, World War Two. The, the idea that I didn't really know how Europe was structured before world war one mm -hmm. was was like mind-blowing to me that i didn't that i didn't i didn't know that there weren't all these countries that it was just like the just a big chunk here a big chunk here a big chunk there I, and like certain things where i was like fuck man why didn't i 
not why didn't I know about it? Like, why didn't I care? Like, I didn't even, it never even got on my radar that I gave a fuck about Europe, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I started listening to this and I was like, well, shit, that's how they got, that is why the cause of Germany going back to war in World War II was that they had all these places that had been taken from them, but Germans still lived there. There were people, German people, that was taken away from them, and that's why they went back going for these. And then once once they started, they're like, "Well, fuck it, let's take over everything, make everything Germany." And then when Russia, at the end of World War II, Ru Russia was like, "Fuck you, now this is ours, and now this is all communist." And like all that shit just blew me away. And then I'm sitting there, and I go, "I don't, I don't know a lot about Europe," and I go, "I literally said, so wait, how the fuck did they make South America?" And I was like. Like, I, I have an idea that, like, some Spaniards rolled in and got and gave everyone the flu. Mm -hmm. And then and then and then the Incas poured gold down their throats. <laughs> like, that's what I know about South America. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I bet there was like some cool. And then and, and I just did this podcast with Daniel, Daniel Bolelli, who was on Rogan. Mm -hmm. I had him on my podcast just talk about history. And he was like, yeah, you got to check out my Duncan's revolutions. I was like, what's everything? He's like, it's just about revolutions. And I was like, so what we're going through in our country with what happened at the Capitol and stuff, I was kind of, I'd never seen something like that happen in our country with all the uprisings that's been going on, all these ideas of different revolutions. I was like, wait. And I got really blown away at the idea that Stalin and Lenin were basically, honestly, the same guys that stormed the Capitol. They, they really were. Anyone who starts a revolution is starts off as like, fuck this. And then I couldn't, Help but notice that I was, because I didn't stand with those guys that went raised the capital, that I was ultimately all these monarchies where that was like, fuck you. It should be the, like, it was like I wasn't a part of the revolution. Yeah. But all we know about these revolutions that win. So I was like, and then they're like, you got to hear about all the revolutions in South America. And I was like, there were revolutions? And then they're like, and then the, someone's like, yeah, it was all Spanish owned. Yeah. Span, Spain had all of it. And dude, I know that I'm fucking this up when I tell it, but the forward thinking that happened during those revolutions was so against everything that was going on in America. It's the cause of our civil war, the predominantly the ab abolishment of slavery. Like it was this guy, Simone Bolivar was a bad motherfucker, yeah. a Bat, type in Simone Bolivar. He goes through and basically Tom wins every fucking war the motherfucker touches. And I'm just... You heard about this on Revolutions? On Revolutions. Dude, this guy Mike Duncan knows how to do a fucking podcast. What he does is he does 30-minute chunks and just breaks everything down. And then he gives you these little seeds. He's like, don't let me get started on Gregor McGregor. He's a different story. He's a different podcast, all this stuff. Then I type in Gregor McGregor. Gregor McGregor was this Scottishman who basically sold everyone on the fact that he had discovered an island and he wanted them to invest in the island. There's no fucking island. <laughs> it's a fucking... And then this motherfucker. And by the way, now I'm sitting there going, "How do I? I've never heard of this guy, right?" And then, and then this guy goes out. He's basically like a Ponzi scheme fucking captain. He's bigger than Bernie Madoff ever was. He gets kicked out of everywhere because everyone's like, "Fuck this guy." He does it over and over again. Then he goes back 
Simone Bilivar dies. He goes back and everyone's like, oh shit, it's Gregor McGregor. He's in a brand new territory, no social media. Everyone forgot he got canceled. And he's like, you're a badass motherfucker. We need to give you money. Gives him money, lives the rest of his life like a fucking millionaire. It was, it is, I get so fucking fascinated by this shit where I'm literally listening to them. You know, can I tell you what? This is why I wanted to talk to you about it. Hold on. Peru, right? Yeah. So do you know why? Peru's such a badass fucking place. Why? Because in order to conquer Peru, mm-hmm. you got to get up to their level. Yeah. You mean in the Andes? In the Andes. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Peruvian army and you're up, what's what type in the altitude of Lima? Lima's probably not that high, but uh, no, that's like sea level. Yeah. Type in the altitude. So like what the, Cusco is is up in the mountains. Cusco. So yeah. so five hundred. So do, feet, alt- can, do altitude of Cusco. C u s z c u z c o. Is that these guys would go up to so? Oh, CUS, sorry, eleven thousand one hundred. Like eleven thousand. So, in, so what they do is these so armies. What is that? That's two miles. Oh yeah, that's undoable. Yeah, that's undoable. So what would happen was, these people, La Paz is eleven, twelve, almost twelve thousand. Yeah, but then we're, but like switching countries. I don't even know where La Paz is. Bolivia. So, oh, Bolivia. So, I, I, that was Let's by the way. Back. I think that was all Peru back then. Oh, okay. Or, or it's called uh, La, La Granada, La River, uh, something. Anyway, what would happen is they'd be like, come on, let's go get them. Like these fucking armies would be like, let's go get them. And they'd be like, sure, sure, come on up here. And then they'd all fucking die from altitude sickness. But you know, though, that when Pizarro and the Spaniards went to... No, by the way, no, I don't. And tell me everything. Francisco Pizarro? Don't know him. The Spanish... No, yo no sé. That was pretty good. Spanish conquistador, he arrived with like 80 men and they went and defeated like 60,000 Incans. Um, Now, he was a sadistic, I mean, completely psychopathic, violent, evil son of a bitch. Really? Oh man, they would like, uh, he and his, you know, other spics, they would would go up and just chop um, arms off of uh, like Incans for fun and like, just like just for like just to have a good time just torture dismember they got they told um what was his name is it uh atahualpa the the so wait, how do you how do you know about this because your mom's peruvian yeah i mean you just hear about it a lot you know like, i've never heard about it ever well i mean yeah that's probably why i heard about it more but i remember there's a story there, I mean, they'll tell you this historically that that he and his men you know, they went and they were like initially like welcomed by the Incans and there's like 80 of them and there's tens of thousands of Incans. And so Pizarro was like, you know, they, they, they find out they have gold and everything, right? Like so much. Yeah. So he and his men are like, we want a room full, like this high and this high in order to give you back your king. I think they took Atahualpa, I think that was his name. And they provided a, they did it. They, they gave them like a room full, like floor to ceiling gold. And then they, um, they tortured them. They put them into like a bat of like oil and just drowned them in the it. King? Yeah. Yeah. They, they were like super, super. Oh, there's some, there's some books I can't read. There's some things I can't read because it's so sad. Oh about yeah. When you get, and then they this... got sick, of course, uh, uh the, they brought disease, oh, which, yeah. which wiped out. And they also had um swords and like bayonets and shit and these guys were like you know they didn't have anything like that do you want to know want to know what one badass fucking 
Peruv- I say Peruvian, I think, because he's Peruvian. So that so uh, uh, Simone Bolivar, yeah, uh, is asked by Colombia. He, by the way, he ruled almost all of South America at one yeah, point. Sure, he is asked by Colombia to take a step down, just be like the dictator of of Peru mm-hmm. for a while, and let this other guy, I think his name is Sare, be the be a soldier, be like his guy. This guy was so committed to Bolivar, and they go, listen, you got to go up and kick ass with the Spaniards are up there. And he's like, okay. And he was running, he was running. He had, didn't have as many soldiers. And then they were like, fuck it. He's like, let's go punch him in the dick. And the guy's like, you want to punch him in the dick? And one of his soldiers goes, yeah, I'll fucking watch this. Goes up, fucking shoots his horse in the head and goes, I'm not going anywhere. And they're all like, let's kill our fucking horses. And then they just fucking destroyed an army. Do you know that fucking mentality when you go? Oh, these guys are real By the way, I'm not even man. certain they had guns look back up, then. Look up uh, <laughs> it, like Pizarro's thing. Go to his Wikipedia. Because it might have... Um, it might have the the detail I'm looking for here. Yeah, hit that. Francisco and then, Pizarro. Yeah, it's so, amazing that that guy did so much. Yeah, scroll down. And, and I've never even heard of him. Scroll down to, uh, yeah. Is there um, the part about, yeah, the, the 3.4 there, 1532. Yeah, and who who is the guy? Because I want to make sure I, I, I can't believe. Yeah, right? Showing the defeat of his brother, Atahualpa had been resting. And it might, uh, it might give you the detail here. Okay, had a force of just 110 soldiers, 67 cavalry, right? He sent um, to Atahualpa in his camp, agreed to meet Pizarro the next day after the, let's see, his complacency because fewer than 200 remained as opposed to his 50,000 man army. Keep scrolling for me. How did they beat um, 50,000 men with? I'm telling you, man, it's insane. Okay, see? He, despite fulfilling his promise of filling a room 22 by 17 feet with gold and silver, he was convicted of 12 charges that they just drew up, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, they just, they savagely, they savagely decimated those people, Can I, man. The amount of backstabbing that happened back, is that, I thought that was a picture. No, no. The amount of, Oh my God, They're, that's an actual oh, I don't execution. Wanna, yeah, I don't yeah. see that. That's good. Um, the amount of torture, Joe recommended a book one time, or maybe someone else did. I can actually tell you what the book is because I fucking have it on my, Keep scrolling. my audio books. Yeah. It, this is the most, oh, my buddy Mans. I went to the Torture this. Museum in Lima once. Oh, for real? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if they have any more details about that, but I don't see any more. The book... You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, this was the most disturbing book. It was called The Conquerors. How Portugal forged the first global economy mm-hmm. or empire. Okay. So <laughs> this book is so horrible. It's so horrible that... About the level of... Yeah, It's like, so I, I listen to audiobooks to fall asleep. You do? So, yeah, because it reminds me of being in school. And like, I can fall asleep. I don't understand how anybody can do that, by the way. I love it. And then Christina's the same way. She's like, put on something, like watch something, and then goes to sleep. Uh, if you had you... TV on when I'm trying to sleep, I'd be like, turn the fucking TV off, man. I can't sleep. Uh, yeah, you're like Leanne. I like to be distracted. Uh, like Dude, if you have... Silence. I, one of my, the hardest I've ever slept is when we were doing construction in the house, mm-hmm. and you'd hear ranchero music, 
and the Mexican dudes doing the construction, yeah. talking back and forth to each other. Yeah. For whatever reason, because I'm hearing it, but I, I'm not listening. Like right. I don't know what they're saying. Right. So I'm not getting interested in the conversation. I just hear the... That adds up to me because I also... People listen to music. I'm like, I just start listening to the song. I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Oh, I can't listen to like... Like I, I try to listen to outside, outside the magazine mm-hmm. has a podcast and they told this story of this dude. I don't, I, you're gonna have to find it. I'm never gonna be able to tell you. This guy tells, I'm like, oh, this is a good, I just found out they have a podcast. It's about this guy, this big wave surfer. He wrote the most seminal book about big wave surfing. And he tells this story of being, of surfing in Portugal mm-hmm. and him and his buddy getting caught outside the waves that are way too big to ride their boards are too small Mm -hmm. and he tells the story of him and his buddy how they barely survived and i was like i'm i'm like fucking laying in bed going my hands are sweating i'm like freaking out i'm like okay this is not what you fall asleep to like the conquerors i used to put on the tour bus i put on the tour bus one night right we we eat uh the cbd edible the high cbd edible with a little bit of a thc yeah and i'm sitting there and they're like this portuguese conqueror goes down the coast of africa says to the king i want your i want your daughter and i want you to bring her out yourself or i'm gonna come in and kill all your people and he's like okay okay i got it i got it <laughs> oh comes God. out oh with his God. daughter and he's like cool they all fuck his daughter and then they tie him up because he's muslim they shove pig th- pig raw pig down his throat shove it in with a fucking stick and then shit in his mouth and shove it in with a stick and they're like all right go home and the guy went home and then they came back and they're like hey we want your other daughter and he's like i'll be out there in a minute dude i'm like fuck this i cannot live that, oh like God. when you hear about the horror that's why i couldn't listen to fucking this is on your audiobook i was like yeah and I'm, I'm like fucking in my bunk going you know they shit in his mouth yeah. they shit in the guy's fucking mouth and shoved it down with a stick with pork and who's the guy Fucking some fucking Portuguese dude. I don't even know. I couldn't listen. I was like, I can't listen to this fucking book. It's horrific. It's like the reason. Here's my question. (coughs) He's had coronavirus, everybody. Here's my question. Yeah. I sometimes wonder, and this is a, uh, I remember this is a brand new thought. I sometimes wonder some of these history books when you read them. Yeah. <clears throat> they come off a little racist. Yeah. Like, like you're like, ah, uh, you're like, Hey, it's, it's almost like back then people weren't like all about equality. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, uh, no, 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 no. Even when you read them, yeah, you're reading them and you're like, wow, it sounds like the Indians had it coming, you know? And then you're like, and then you're like, wait, this was written by an 80 year old white man in 1980. Maybe he was like, like, so you start like Joe recommended a book about native Americans where I kept, feeling like hey man i'm losing my compassion for native americans in this book it really? makes them sound really bad and i'm like i know that's not the real story but as i'm reading this i'm like wait they just cut the girl's nose off you're like is you're this like, what the fuck yeah no, like, that and so sense. i wonder i wonder if because it was written by who it's written if it's skewed as like as like yeah yeah like if you know it's like not the most not trying to think of the right analogy it's like it's like hip-hop okay okay there wasn't a ton of progressive hip-hop when we were kids okay it was all like fuck this bitch suck my dick bitches ain't hoes but shit Mm -hmm. you know if my friends can't have none i don't want none yeah like uh cool shit yeah yeah i'm gonna kill that motherfucker i'll kill your whole crew yeah and then you go well of course that was it was written by young affected inner city kids yeah who 
who that was the life they were living. And then as they get older, they're like, yeah, I wouldn't write that now. Right. Right. Yeah, sure. Well, then you're looking at, take the opposite of that history books written by old white men. And they're like, old white men tend to have some similar viewpoints. And they're like, yeah, the Indians were pretty bad guys. Like custard had like a, you know, mm-hmm. and so you start going like, well, how, then how can you trust history books? Yeah. Like I just found out you found this out. morning yeah. that the Titans, Tennessee, that the Titans are like one of the oldest teams in the NFL. The the team, the Titans, the name, the Titans, right. it's one of the first, like first fucking teams back when they, they were before the NFL, like all these names. Yeah. I don't understand. So the Titans were at one point. Type in and uh, type in fo- football Titans because they were once the Oilers, though, right? That's what we're talking about. No, the, no, 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 no. No. So like, so like, oh, fuck. But no. that's what that that's what that's trying to tell you. Founded in '59. That's really the first team. Their first team was the fifth. Was in '59. But they weren't the Tennessee Titans. They weren't the Tennessee Titans. They were something else. They, weren't they whatever Houston's team was? Uh, they might the have Oilers? been the Houston Titans. You're, okay, well, look, so, well, yeah. click, click that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, previously known as the Houston Oilers. Um, but they, but no, no. So that's okay. not what I mean. That's not. There what was mean. an actual team called the Titans back oh, in like the 30s. I got you. So okay. a lot of the names we know as teams right. were like were like. Uh, it was actually a fucking amazing video I watched about the history of the teams in the that played professional football. And it was talking about the teams year by year that went away yeah. and showed up. Like the Buccaneers, who just won the Super Bowl, they were originally the Los Angeles Buccaneers. Type in the Los Angeles Buccaneers. And this was the... I, I was like blown away. I didn't know. And this is where I was like, shut up. I didn't know that the Browns went away for two years. Really? Like fucking three years ago. The, well, more than that. Four, five years ago. Ten years ago. More, yeah. Look at this. So the Los Angeles Buccaneers weren't even based out of Los Angeles. They were based out of like Cincinnati, but they were that's they were like that's where they were. And they were a team that went around. And then that was the team. So like all these old teams. So the, I never did heard. the Los Angeles Buccaneers become Tampa Bay or did they No they so they just it's like those were acceptable names that they could take. Okay. Because they were like teams. But did that evolve into something? No, no. I think they just like the Bears, you know why they called the the Chicago Bears, the Bears? No. Because of the Cubs. Oh. Yeah. And there was a What, team. to like brand it? Yeah, because they were like, we want to, we want the fans of the Cubs to become fans of the Bears. Oh, gotcha. And so, but Bears were, were football players, so were Bears. It should be tougher and I bigger. I feel like, weren't they Cardinals before that? So, first of all, the, the Arizona Cardinals are the oldest football team in, the, in professional football. But weren't football. they the Chicago Cardinals? Type in the Los, Arizona Cardinals. This is the oldest team in all of football is the Cardinals. Okay. Jesus. 1889 98. And hit that wiki. Let's see. Where did it where was it founded? Established in Chicago. See? Chicago Cardinals. Told you. Do you know the Browns were named after a guy? Who took shits, big shits. That was the thing. <laughs> the Browns. Right? The, the Browns. Browns. Yeah. I was like sitting here going like Shut the. Well, I remember. I remember having my mind blown when I was like, I don't know, sixteen, when I was told that the Lakers were from Minneapolis. Uh I was like, Yeah, what? And then you're like, They're like, Oh yeah, they have lakes. lakes. They do have lakes. And you're like, Yeah. And then they just moved. And you're like, Oh, because it doesn't make. They've been trying to sell the name the Senators forever. Did you know at one point during the war, there were so few men that they combined the Steelers and the Eagles to make the Steagles. No. Do you think that's a true true or a lie? It sounds like a birdism. 
Type in Steagles. I can't remember if I heard this or I dreamt it. The Steagles? The Steagles. Oh, you're right. Steagles. I was right. I knew I was right. Holy shit. The Steagles. That's hella Dude, gay. I'm like fucking sitting there going like, dude, I watched... I watched a video. What? The best was... The, Washington Bullets used to be a squad and they're like, it's too violent of a name and there's people are dying. So they became the wizards, you know? I didn't know that. But the bullets was that they were called the Washington Bullets because there's so many shootings in DC. There was a team. They wanted to calm the tornadoes and one guy was like, um, I think we're in Tornado Alley. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's why we wanted to be called the Tornadoes. And yeah. he's like, yeah, but when it kills 90 people, I don't think they're going to be fans or want to wear our jerseys mm -hmm. when they've lost their family to a tornado. And they're like, Thoughtful. well, someone tells the Hurricanes that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I am so fucking fascinated by that kind of, like when you go, that's what it is about history is all of a sudden you go, well, well there's a lot of, I thought I knew a lot of shit. What was the Kane uh, uh, mantra that they kept saying? Sap and Dave. Like hit big, big dicks, bust nuts, or something like that. Lick dicks, bust nuts. Big dicks, bust nuts. Big, not big dicks. No, no. no. Big. <laughs> type in Hurricanes. Rohan Marley. Uh, was I saying his name wrong? Yeah, Ro I think he was saying it's Rohan. Ro I was Rohan. saying Rohan. Yeah. Well, a um, lot of people call me Bruce. I think we're good. What is it? Big hits, bust dicks, something like that. So just type. No, just leave in. Her, just we can call Dave real quick. Oh, yeah, he would definitely tell you. Um, bust dicks. Just write bust dicks. Yeah. Bust, bust dicks. It's definitely, he said it's on shirts and everything. There aren't many matches for your search. Oh. Type in hurricanes, bust Yeah, dicks. Miami hurricanes. Yeah. Bust dicks. Hit stick, bust dick. There you go. Hit stick, bust dick, talk shit. There, yeah, Hit YouTube. It. I want to see that. Yeah. Hit dick, bust dick. We need a fucking saying like that. Do they say it in the video? Oh, yeah, they're going to say it right here, man. Let's hear it. I bet that's fucking. These motherfuckers, they gotta die three motherfuckers a day, and that's what. Yeah. Well, you look at the man beside you. Is he hard? Are All you right. hard? Grab that dude's dick. Then you're hard. <laughs> Talk shit. <laughs> Wait. Eat the eat shit. Bust. No, not eat shit. <laughs> no. Go back to it. What was it? Is it hit? What is it? Hit stick, bust shit, bust dick, talk Wait, shit. Is there any way we can get voiceover of what our fans think should be put in there? We do three things, three things, and then you just do voiceover. Eat shit, talk shit, bust dicks. We're going to eat shit, we're going to suck dick, we're going to bust nuts. Let's go on three. We're going to bust Wait, dicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Go back to our list. Go back to our list. Eat shit, bust dicks. Wait, what was the Adam Richmond thing? What is that? I'm obsessed with this new show. It's the Foods of Build America. Okay, dude, you, you know why? Do you know why Pizza Hut's crust is the way it is? First of all, do you like Pizza Hut? Yeah. Okay. No, sorry. What I like is Domino's thin crust. That's the shit that I. Are you talking about with. Brooklyn Pie thin crust? I'm talking about when you're a kid and you go, "I'll have a Domino's thin crust, whatever that is." The thin. It's like cardboard. It's not necessarily it's objectively not, good. And it's not it's and just, it's and it's not technically a pizza crust as we know pizza crust, right? It's a little crispier. Yeah, exactly. I and like that. So that so I like that a lot. This is what I learned from his new show. Thin and crunchy. Um it is 
that is a different type of bread than a than a regular pizza bread. Oh, for sure. And it was made for the Midwest. What was those those that was what thin crusty stuff? They made pizza. So pizza was unknown until like fucking nineteen fifty. Like really? no one had ever had pizza in the you, states. Like yeah, no, you, they had some in New York, but it was like. But a, I'm saying it was obviously a staple of probably Italy, right? When type in when Taco Bell was formed, type right in Taco Bell. Okay, Taco Bell was formed. These two brothers, 1962, no one had heard of pizza. No one had heard of pizza here in in the United States. Okay, these two dudes are like, yo, we want to be like McDonald's. What can we do? They're like pizza, right? By the way, I'm, you should watch the show. I'm giving it a soft thing. So they go in and they go to make pizza dough, but they don't know how to make it. So they use French bread dough. Mm-hmm. And they make French bread, lots of sauce, which is not... This is Adam Richmond describes this a lot better. I should just call him. Have him describe it. Yeah. Well, yeah. One second. Let me take a leak and we'll do it. Real okay. Quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I got to pee. All right. I texted Adam Richmond. But I those texts, no one replies to a text. What do you I mean? Just FaceTime him. You're just going to aggressively FaceTime him? Yeah, right? I think that's the best way to go about it. I think you have a good relationship with him. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely cool. Let's see. FaceTime Adam Richmond. And he'll explain Pizza Hut to us. Okay. He's one of the smartest dudes I fucking know. Like, legit, across the board. There's some guys who know a little bit about a little bit, and uh, some guys that know a lot about a little bit. And then there's guys that know he knows a lot about a lot. Oh, okay. And he's he can also do... I wonder if he's probably working by the way this facetime's so close to my face right now yeah it's a little scary he's not answering i'm zero for zero on facetimes it's a real aggressive move yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was i mean the only people i was saying that i like will just facetime no no warrant like some people you go cool to facetime or i facetime you that's what i'm saying but we're really like you know we're really facetime joe that's aggressive. Yeah, I always just FaceTime him all the time. Does he answer? Yeah. 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 Sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. I guess you're, you're basically, basically you're going like, hey, man, what are you doing right now? I want to see what you're doing right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't realize that is pretty aggressive. It is. Michelle wrote me. She goes, I'm, I'm, on, I'm going to the airplane. Yeah. Is it fun? Oh, really? Yeah. She said, yeah, yeah. Um, so let me explain. Let me explain Pizza Hut to you then. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is me regurgitating what I witnessed on on Foods of Build America on History Channel. Yeah, Sunday nights at nine. Um, so they made they used French bread because that's all they had, and they figured, why would we do something that people in this area aren't used to? So they make French bread. They put lots of sauce on it, lots of cheese, and they make it for Midwestern people. And Midwestern people fucking love it. And this guy makes one store, one fucking, the Taco Bell guy, one Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut. One pizza. But you said to look up Taco Bell. Oh, did I really? Yeah, that's what we looked up. We looked up Taco Bell. This is why I'm not on Foods of Build America. Um, wait, so why don't you pull up Pizza Hut for that same search? Because I was like, I don't know why we're looking at Taco Bell. Did I really say Taco Bell? L- yeah. This is why you should never hold anything against me. I mean, 1958. Close, close. Okay. So they make Pizza Hut, and then the guy who makes one store, Tom, and then he starts franchising it out after one store. One store, and he starts franchising it out. These okay. are the things that are my takeaways. But isn't it interesting? I just heard about a comparison between Pizza Hut and Domino's in oh. modern, in recent times here. That'd be interesting. That Domino's I... is performing much better well, Tom, than Pizza Hut. I'd love to have this conversation with you. Domino's yeah. has 19,000 locations around the world. Mm-hmm. Pizza Hut has 17,000 locations around the world. Okay. Google that and tell me I didn't just hit that out of the park. 
Okay. That's called information retention. Wow, you really... I, I really enjoyed this show because I, I was obsessed with like going... Yeah, because, you know, we're on the tour bus one time and Andrew goes, um, yeah, 17,000 stores. Well, I was right. I, my cousin Andrew goes, I actually prefer Pizza Hut over any pizza. 18,700. I was off. But, no, no, but you're, you're very close. Yeah. The point, though, I was making is that they have been on, from what I understand, Pizza Hut has been on more of a decline, whereas Domino's has been more on a upswing. Well, they've got to be taking it in the ass right now with... with with. But Domino's have been pushing really hard their online, you know, app stuff. and Yeah. You know, like, I can't get on to... I, I, I'm old school. I need to call a guy, tell him what I want. I can't just go on an app and go, I'll add this. Don't you kind I'll of feel this. like a piece of shit having a Domino's app on your phone? Because <laughs> I remember I wanted one like two years ago and I had to do it that way. And then like opening my phone and seeing a Domino's pizza app, I was like, no, wow, <laughs> I'm not going to keep this on my phone. What the biggest piece of shit app you have on your phone I is. mean, it was that. <laughs> I have a Papa John's app. Yeah, no, I was like, I don't want that fucking app on my phone. I've got, uh, I've got all my airlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My radar comes in really handy, especially when you're doing outdoor venues. Your radar? My radar. It's an app where you can track storms. Oh. Because we would have to shut down shows because of lightning. Oh. Uncrate's a great fucking app. Calm. I use that. I have a bunch of ski slope apps from when we used to ski. No one. Leafly for marijuana. Sneakers. Yeah, I got that. I got a few headset apps. What the fuck is Clubhouse? Why is everyone I talking about Clubhouse? Can, I think I got invited by a rapper. Yeah, I got invited, but what is it? I think you can listen to people's conversations. But who are you trying to... What, it says drop in on audio. What, what does that even mean? What is this? I don't know. I Somebody explain this to me. Uh, you know who can explain it? Who? Tim Dillon. Let's yeah. FaceTime him. You ready? Okay. See, let's see if Finn, Tim Dillon answers a FaceTime. He uses it. He invited me. Tim Dillon, new number. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. See if Tim Dillon answers a FaceTime. See who my real friends are. Yeah. This is such an aggressive. I so can't believe hosting... people don't answer FaceTimes the way I do. Or right, hold on. Wide rate of clubs and virtual rooms conversation on diverse topics. Networking day employee. Some examples of Clubhouse are Startup Club, Fit, Black Wealth Matters, Leadership Reinvented. Does no one answer my fake fucking FaceTimes? Not today. Muslims and Friends, the, the legacy. I mean, I just don't know. So you're dropping in and just listening to a conversation? Yeah, I want to. I wouldn't mind dropping in on Facetimes. Yeah. So Facetime is a really aggressive move, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. why would they put it on there if you can't use it? You can. You can. Yeah, but no one answers a fucking Facetime. Well, they're probably doing like it's a real thing. Like think about how a text usually affects you, right? You're in the middle of something, pops up, and you're like, "All right, I'll hit up Bert after this thing." Facetime is Bert's pounding on my door. Hey. Like, that's what FaceTime is. <laughs> Let's see who the most famous... You think Warren Sapp would answer a FaceTime? Yeah, for sure he will. <laughs> <laughs> now he would. Yeah, you yeah. Think, I remember I FaceTimed Snoop on the... When we, I think when we were doing the live show. Uh, all right. No one, no one wants to fucking FaceTime me. Anyway. Uh, no, put that down. Put that down. Oh, yeah. So anyway, my, my question is, favorite... Online pizza, you're saying Domino's Thin Crust. I mean, that's what that's that's the one I had that I liked as a kid. I, Better than Papa John's? I like it more. So there was a period where Papa John's... But you're a real pizza guy. I'm not really a pizza guy. You like you have pizza every week. Every Friday. Okay. It's pizza night. 
Yeah. Every Friday's pizza night. And then I order enough so that every night's pizza night. I, I will I have a hard time saying no to a errant piece of pizza. I, you know what I, I always remember that what? I wish I had spoken up about? What? Remember when we did the weight loss contest? Yeah. So the day before so we had two weigh ins. We weighed in like back to back days so uh-huh. that you couldn't just do like a cut and yeah, weigh in. You had to be lower. Right. So we just almost died doing it two days. Through. Yeah. So so after the first podcast on the first day, we we're gonna come back the next morning to keep podcasting. And Joe goes, What do you guys want? And immediately you go, Pizza. Fuck yeah. And I just went, Okay. Wait, what did you want? Sweets. For real? Yeah. I want I wanted like donuts or like you know what I mean like something. It's so funny sugary. you brought up donuts so many. Can I, I I I've said it to Nadav one time. God, I remember saying it to Nadav that he, when he said he ate ice cream and I was like, who eats ice cream? Oh yeah, that was hilarious. And then all of a sudden I started eating ice cream. And you're like, ice cream's good. It's so good, <laughs> but it's not something I would treat myself to. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's the way my brain worked. Well, it's also your like you really. I mean, it makes sense to me that you really like pizza. I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get probably three pizzas from three different places tonight and I'm going to sample them. Any idea what you're going to Have you been oh, to the Oh, didn't he yell at us sap about not knowing that pizza that he liked? Craig's? Was it Craig's? Yeah, Craig's. He's like, "We went to Craig's." And then he was like, "You guys fucking even live here?" Oh yeah. <laughs> we were like, "Yeah, I don't know what it is." Oh, I dude, there's a lot of pizzas. That looked like some good fucking pizza though. Well, the best pizza they say in LA is Larchmont pizza. I mean, Larchmont's okay. pretty good. Larchmont's pretty good. How do legit. you not know all the best pizza places? You know what? Honestly, because my girls don't like uh, designer pizza. They, they want, don't like good yeah. pizza. I had the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Entire, entire life. Entire fucking life. Where? In Rome. Mm-hmm. We're going back to Rome again. Go, go to, I've been to Rome a lot. I know. Go to, go to uh, Rome. Best pizza in the world. Uh, I bet there's a lot of people that advertise that way. Uh, type in to do this, do this. Let's go, let's go. Rome pizza trip flip. So we oh. had pizza with this guy. I have trip, poor trip flips probably. Oh yeah, there you go, Rome. See if you can find the name of the pizza place if it's, if it's in there. So we had this pizza. This guy, my fuck, this is the best pizza. This guy said, uh, they go. He's make he makes the world's best pizza. He's won the pizza championships. I'm giving you all the information. I want you to find it, okay? Listen to the, what I'm saying, and then you find it. He makes the best pizza in the world. He's won the world championship at pizza making. Mm-hmm. And he created a new pizza called, what's the kind of pasta you have where it's like bacon, egg yolk, and cheese? Don't know, but I, I mean, I've had it, but I don't carbonara. know the name. Carbonara. Okay. Type in Rome, pizza, carbonara, championship or something. Trip flip, whatever. Come on, guys. So... So he says, we're going to start you. So I get hammered the night before because I love pizza so much. Pizza carbonara. This guy had created ice cubes that he put on the pizza. He put the pizza. He put the bacon on raw. He put some Parmesan cheese, a little bit of olive oil. And then he'd put the an ice cube that he created and he put an egg yolk so that the ice cube didn't let the egg yolk cook. So then the egg yolk would melt the perfect amount. And when it melted, he'd pull it out and he'd stir up the egg yolk and it was pizza carbonara. And I, Tom, I made myself so sick. I mean, I I can hear it in your mouth. (laughs) 
It was one of the best is the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. And 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 just to be fair, he could make these pizzas. He could make these pizzas in like three minutes. He'd make a pizza in three minutes. It was so thin. It was so good. I love he's, that. He came in and he goes, he's like, hey, what pizza you like, huh? And by the way, he was actually a pretty soft-spoken guy. Okay. He's a little overweight. Probably not with us anymore. He's like a little. Yeah, a little older. Not, And it was, is that, is that what we're looking at? Is that the thing? I believe so. You tell me. Did you see Burt Kreischer attached to this at all? No, but this is the world champion pizza carbonara in Rome. That's what we're looking at. That's it right there? Tom, he, these, thin, these things were so thin. At Dar Poeta? Is that the name? I, I'm guessing. Have you typed in Dar Poeta, Burt Kreischer, and seen if you come up with anything so we can make sure that this is the guy? Hmm. No, it's no. Not, not the guy. Anyway, he would make them so quick. And he came in, and I was hungover, and I didn't eat dinner the night before because I knew we were having pizza. Yeah. Right? And they're like, you're going to have a lot of pizza, so save some space. So I get drunk as fuck and I don't eat it. Go to sleep hungry. I come in the next morning and he's behind the counter making himself a pizza with a glass of wine. I go, oh my God, if I was ever going to fuck a dude, it's right now. This guy's drinking wine at like eight in the morning. And I, he goes, he goes, eh, Bino? And I'm like, fucking yes. Claro. Yeah. So I start drinking wine with him and we're not even shooting yet. And he goes, I need a little something, you know, a little something. And I said, well, yeah, I don't want to spoil it though. And he goes, no, eh, just a cheese? I go, yeah. And he makes me just a cheese. And then he takes it and he folds it in four for me. And he goes, there. Like it's a fucking sandwich. And I go, oh. I burn the roof of my mouth and I go, fuck that skin. That is going to be gone. We're eating fucking fast, hot, and furious today. Oh, you must have gotten so sick. I, that's the place. What's the place? That's the fucking guy. Tom, these were the greatest pizzas I've ever had in my life. And Tom, I'm drunk at the end of the night. And I tell him I'll invest $100,000 to move you. <laughs> To Los Angeles so that we can do this in person. And he goes, it's the oven. It's the oven. The oven's so good. No take oven over there, huh? No. And I went, listen, I'll build you a brand new oven. I go, we set up on Sunset Strip and you, they pop them out. Do you have the name of this? Time. What's the name? Tonda. 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 If you Tonda. go to Rome, Pizza Tonda. There you go. Pizza Tonda. This fucking guy. Hey, via Valle Corteno. Oh. Pizza Tonda. How many ratings did he have on that? Go back. You're okay. Pizza a five star rating, eight hundred and forty five reviews. It is the greatest pizza I've ever had in my life. Hit that Tonda menu there. And then do me a on favor. The left. Go to God the left. Damn it. I want to be on Yeah, yeah. Hit one of those so we can see. There's gotta be images from That'd be great if he's like, he stopped making pizza. <laughs> What's he make now? If you can type in, there's got to be something on YouTube. Pizza Tonda. Type in, go to YouTube. Type in Pizza Tonda in YouTube. Okay. And then uh, Carbonara. And then hit, because it's got to be the. Uh, it's okay. Pizza Tonda Rome. Just do that. See if something comes up. Is that his? The very top one is that his I shit? Know. I don't think so. I no. don't think this is uh, something right, not, I need to do by myself. Yeah. Tom, this was the greatest pizzas I've ever. Well, you're had making me life. actually really want pizza now. I'm definitely fucking up pizza today. Yeah, I'm fucking. Wait, up. Wait, so what's your go-to in LA right now across the board? Uh, I, I right now we're Domino's. We're hardcore Domino's. <laughs> we're hardcore talking Domino's. about like I know world class, dude. 
I gotta be honest with you though. I kind of grew up on Domino's. Do you like the thin crust though? Do they do a Brooklyn pie? What is Brooklyn pie? Domino's Brooklyn pie. That's is a, like the New York style. New York style, but it's even thinner and it's kind of less calories. I do pepperoni pizza, Brooklyn pie, and I do onion mushroom Brooklyn pie. Now, do the kids like this pizza? I eat both of those myself. I don't know what they get. Do they like it? Oh, they like Domino's. They okay. like, and so we had a place next near us. I won't say the name because it's right near us. What's the um? Yeah, but, but you're like, but you like that one or no? I love the, the Domino's Brooklyn pie is one of my no, favorite. the one that's near you. Oh, I love it. I love it. But the girls, they're anything kind of a little bit out of their taste buds and they're like i know it's good but um i don't really get it yeah like i'd rather just domino's hawaiian and you're like oh isla can i get a cheeseburger from domino's cheeseburger pizza and it's actually it's pretty fucking good oh, okay. it's actually really fucking good and domino's doesn't fuck anything up what's the homeless thing you were talking about before? Like- steve have you seen steve burns video on instagram no dude pull up steve burns instagram he's back from nashville i think he's doing a podcast now and take a look at this video. This top one? Yeah. Just take a look at this video. And this is this is the state of Los Angeles right now. And this is not an exaggeration. This is just a walk through our just a street in Los Angeles. Okay. So look, so this is walking. him just walking down the street. Okay. He goes, I'd like to walk down the sidewalk, but I can't. I have to walk in the street because this is the street, is what he's saying. And now that's what he's saying there. And then this is him walking down the street. It is straight up. Oh, like full oh. tents and like full camps on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and it's like people have set up homes. Yeah, yeah. Like legit homes. Jesus. And it, it's like at what point is Los Angeles, are the mayor, Eric Garcetti, and the governor, Gavin Newsom, going to realize this is on their watch? Like right. they need to, they're the only ones that can take care of that. Right. I'll say this right now to both of those motherfuckers. I will donate my time to put on any show to raise money to make this stop. But it's not good for the people doing it. Like, no one wants to be homeless. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever the fuck, it's like, it's like, do something about it. It's so bad in Los Angeles. It is bad. It is so bad that you drive through Hollywood. Well, it's in, that's the thing is that we used, like, L.A. a few years ago, you basically, you know, you're, a major city has homeless people in all different parts of the city. But, like, it was kind of... All this was kind of pushed into downtown. So downtown in like the north, central, and southern parts of like that downtown pocket, that toy district and everything, and Skid Row. You're like, Skid Row they were just like, like acceptable. You still drive like, around Yeah, there. here's a, this is a, a homeless area. And, and people were like, okay, as long as it's out of sight. And then now it's like, that's Venice. I can tell you it's, you know, Brentwood has a huge homeless camp now. The valley you see is it all over the valley. Any and it's underpass just, in the valley yeah. is is just it's just shanty town. It's more like about what it indicates because you go like, oh, this is a epidemic that is spreading, growing. It used to be meant. Uh, it used to be, in my opinion, a mental illness problem. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that anymore. Now I think it's that this city is so unattainable for so many people that are so down on their luck with what's going on with coronavirus that so many people are saying, this is my only option. Well, it's definitely, there's definitely still a huge mental illness epidemic um, that we don't really do anything about. And I think you're right. We drove, we we drove the, the one of the homeless people the other day was like one of the music teachers at the kid's school. Really? Yeah. And you're like, okay, she wasn't crazy. I mean, I think her husband was on drugs, but whatever. Yeah. And so, like, it's just, it's so bad. And 
here's the problem. So is, you got to move it. Where are you going to move? Dude. I'm, I don't ever talk about politics. I do not know if Gavin Newsom or Eric Garcetti are Democrat or Republican. I don't know what, I'm I sure thought you were about to say, I don't know if they watch this podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> I bet they have their own podcast called two fucks do nothing. Yeah. Here's my point is like, I don't know what they are. So I don't mean to talk politics at all. I know nothing about their platforms, but what I will say is they have driven out a lot of my friends who could have helped raise money yeah. to help fix problems. And if they keep doing that, then this city has only one direction to go. And it's, and at a certain point, even I will have to leave. Like, like I, and I, I this city's gone straight downhill. Dude, you know, when Joe, I hear Joe talk about it on his podcast and I go, I go, I, I go, oh, come on, Joe. You, you remember you used to love this city. Yeah. And then I drive through Hollywood the other day Dude. and I'm like, I'm like, it's not, I'm not angry about it. I look at it and I go, these are people that are not getting to live their best life. Hollywood's sad. Man. Is, and and there's so, it's so much that I go, hey, Garcetti, drive once, drive once in your own car through Hollywood. And because you're not, I don't know where you're driving. I don't know what freeway you get on and where you get off because you're not driving the same roads I drive. And freeways are covered in trash. And and, Ga and Gavin Newsom, they, they must not see it. They must not see it or they're not, they're really not doing anything about it. They must be so in the fucking weeds well, with they coronavirus. So, and they, yeah, of course. And there's so much that's on your plate that, you know, to manage, like if you're a mayor, governor of city or state of this size and all the issues, but this is a disaster. It's a disaster. And yeah. and whatever they've done with taxes, and I'm, look, I'm sitting here willing to pay my taxes. I know I'm getting taxed out the nose. I'm fine with it. I signed up for that. I like living here. My daughter's like living here. We're cool with it. But there's also programs like, whatever happened to fucking Comic Relief? Comic Relief, guess what? None of them live here anymore. Yeah. Like, no one gives a fuck about LA because you, you drove Joe out and, and fucking Tom out. Like, everyone's leaving. And you're like, God damn it, man. It makes sense why the city's going to shit. And it's like, I, I, I know I'm, this stupid speech isn't going to change anything, but it's like, hit me up. I'll fucking do a show. Can't raise a million dollars, but maybe we can help out like a block of people. Sure. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't, I don't care about politics. I care about people. And, yeah. like, and like, when you see people not getting to live the happiest life they get to live and, and not, it's just heartbreaking to me. That's true. Whatever. I didn't mean to get on a soapbox. I know you got well, how you guys support homeless people and you're like, they should be homeless. But. Let's just remind people that a lot of paralyzed guys can feel their dicks. Mm. And, um, that was this episode. I think so. Wasn't it? I can't remember. I don't remember either. This. I hope we're still finding those two girls from Canada. Um, I'll try to post more pictures. That was I know that God was a week ago, it. but you know. We'll see if we can get them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Two Bears, One Cave, the FaceTime and podcast. I can't believe people don't fucking FaceTime people. I know. It's pretty aggressive. I'm going to uh, only FaceTime people for now on. When, when people text me, I'm going to FaceTime them. Right back. back. There's, nothing that makes, there's nothing that makes somebody happier when they're just like, can you make it? And you're like, I'm going to FaceTime you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if I have a text on my thing. Adam yeah. Richmond just... What do you say? I'm going to just... FaceTime him again. Fuck him. He's Adam Richmond, man. He's a fucking television star. He's game. He is camera ready. Every time you call him, he's camera ready. Okay. So far, sounds good. Adam Richmond. How are you, man? I didn't expect to be called so soon. What's up? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, first question. For, we've been talking about uh, foods that build America. But first question, 
is a FaceTime, because Tom says it is, is a FaceTime an aggressive move to somebody? I think if you're if you don't know it's coming, it can be. <laughs> a parent to a child or a child to a parent. Then I think you get carte blanche. All right, I'm turning you to the camera so people can see your beautiful face. Hey, okay, real Real quick, real quick. I was trying to explain uh Pizza Hut and and like the dough and like and like pizza and real quick, I want to see if I got it right. Give me the quick explanation about Pizza Hut if you could. So, Pizza Hut was uh the carney brothers and they took over an old restaurant and they could only fit eight letters on the sign they knew they wanted to sell pizza but they pizza takes up five so that's how they got hut because it was the only three letters was either pizza kit that's or pizza hut yeah he's good and they used french bread style dough because that's what their customers knew instead of italian crust so that's why it had that kind of crumbly more french bread like consistency and then they were failing in the East because people knew what real New York pizza tasted like. So what they did was they created a thicker crust to show, like, we're not trying to be you. We're trying to do our own thing, which became their pan pizza. And they streamlined production by not using, like, raw ingredients that get cooked on the pie like we used to get in New York. They would cook everything at a different facility and just kind of finish it there. Um Anything else? I don't know. I, it's like a I told I, no, okay. I told Tom, I said, you are the consummate professional, that you are always camera ready. And I, I also said, you know what's amazing about Adam? I don't know if he can do it right now. He can also do any of his old man versus Reed intros just on the drop of a hat. Yeah. He can Take bank. Just give us, just, just Tom, give us, just name a city and Adam will give you a city. Name a city? Like, like, a, like a city, man versus food city, like Columbus, Adam. Okay, Columbus. Okay, Columbus. Um, okay. I'm outside the Ohio Deli, a legendary restaurant here in Columbus that's been serving Buckeyes generation after generation. Now, while I've had a chance to sample the Terminator and sample amazing sausages at Schmidt's Sausage House, I am going to take on the Dagwood Challenge. This massive sandwich has been attempted thousands of times, but only a handful of people have managed to finish it. If I do, I get a T-shirt, a picture on the Wall of Fame, and my spot in Columbus, Ohio food history. Today is a battle of man versus Dag, and Dag... It ain't your day. What the fuck, man? Is that man? not fucking amazing? Is that not fucking amazing? Is that not fucking amazing? Is that not fucking amazing? God damn it. You're a fucking legend, Adam. You're a goddamn legend. Oh, that was fantastic, Adam. The girls, the girls are loving the treats you sent them. Thank you very much. I hey, love... How's I'm, Tom doing after his surgery? Oh, how's Tom doing? Doing well, man. Yay. So Everything works. You, buddy. I miss you. Miss you, man. Yeah. You're the best, brother. I love you. I love the new show. I'm obsessed. Anytime. I'll talk to you later. Stay safe. All right. Be good, guys. Bye. See you, man. We did a podcast with him at your place years ago. Do you remember that? This is when Joey talked about spending the night in jail with black people. Yes. And we could not stop laughing. And Adam was like, you know, the only thing I don't like to get, like, asked, he's like, people asking about, like, bowel movements and stuff from doing the show. And I was like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Do you take big shits? And he was like, all right. First of all, first of all, is that was unbelievable. So that was like savant stuff, man. So we got drunk one night in like New Mexico or something or Arizona, and I did it all night to him. You like say that I made him do like twenty episodes. He just remembers them all. He's just his brain is different. Like than retains ours. them. He's, his he. I think he's got a photographic memory, but the way his brain works, he's first. There's of all, this thing that I I can do on like when I start a tour, 
Like if we, if we I'll launch a tour if, if COVID is, you know, put to rest, let's say later in the year and it'll be, let's say it'll start in September and go through 2022. If you give me like a couple weeks to get like, get all the information down, you can go like, uh, April 11th and I'll be like, I'll be in, uh, Madison. And then you can be like July 16th and I'll be like July 16th, Minneapolis. Like I'll retain every city by date oh, for about wow. a year. Like I can do it for like a year, a little over a year. No, I can't. Well, after the tour this summer, I, I everything, I didn't even know what city we were in when yeah. we were there. And everything was the identical same stage and identical. But that is like, that is, he's is just that, like, is that not insane yeah he was like remembering a set i dude i did it all night long we sat and drank and i would just call a city and 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 it was like I, that's why i say there are guys who know yeah. a little bit about a little bit and guys who not know a lot about a lot he knows so much about so much like even i and it's it's i'm telling you when i said tell me about pizza hut and he just starts yeah. rattling off the information i was like oh i do remember that kind of he really retains it um, that's a fucking i want that clip of adam can you clip that out i want to put great. that on that clip of adam richmond doing the read for columbus is fucking amazing uh we got to wrap we up we should wrap up yep um that was a lot of fun thank you guys for watching and listening it was a great time love you love you too Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur fartology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because... I always wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it an incredible, fast, and easy way to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. You can shop by price, like if you want to find a gift that's $25 and under, or you can bump your budget filter up to $100 if she really deserves a good gift. You can also filter by category, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Macy's also offers gift lists, like for moms who have everything, gifts, that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. Some of the top gifts are Beats headphones, the Studio Pro models, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Let me tell you something. This makes shopping so much easier. I get panic when I shop. I talked about it with Tom. I only shop for myself, so shopping for other people is really difficult, especially for my mom and Leanne, both mothers, but this is making it a no-brainer. So go to Macy's.com slash gift finder to find the perfect gift for this Mother's Day. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder.